Welcome to Friends Along the Way, a podcast exploring the faith journey of my friends and I. This is your host, Jesse Walker. everybody to another episode of friends along the way <clears throat> today is episode i think 81 episode 81 son um yeah so we're just moving along as per usual and i got a little surprise for you check it out topo chico Got a little Topo Chico action here. You know, they're my unofficial sponsor. Um, so, yeah, pretty pumped about this. I just got home from youth. So it was a really good youth time today. Um, but, yeah, I'm stoked for my Topo Chico, though. Um here we go. So good. Um, so, yeah, just got home from youth. It's like 10 o'clock. I had to eat some food because of my diet. I don't need a lot of the food that's at youth, like chocolate or chips or sodas or the lasagna, because I'm doing the animal-based diet still, um, which I've almost been doing for three months, so that's pretty pretty cool. But yeah, I didn't really get to eat the food at youth. I did have a little bit of stuff, so I had a tiny little piece of lasagna um, and some carrots and... Um, and I had some chocolates, I did. Uh, but that's because I ended up getting stuck at the youth room early. I had to go in early and do some stuff. And then I didn't get time to go home and make food and then bring it with me. So I just was like, well, I'm going to eat just a little bit and then I'll eat at home. So I just finished eating. I don't like eating super late at night, but sometimes you got to. Um, with me trying to get as much protein as I can in the day, that means that I can't just avoid it, you know. I didn't really have a significant source of protein till I got home. So, yeah, I need it. Anyways, moving on. Um, I was supposed to have a guest on for today, but... Um, I had to cancel on Monday, which never really happens, but I had to. And then, uh, today he had to cancel on me cause he got sick. So, um, yeah, I'm actually really excited for, 
for him to share his testimony. He's got a really awesome, crazy testimony that, like, for me, I just, like, stare and smile and laugh the whole time being like, dude, as if, like, <laughs> this is pretty crazy. Um, just, yeah. So I'm I'm really excited for him to be on, and um, so I'm hoping to meet up with him sometime this week, and we'll be able to get that podcast done. Because, yeah, it'll be good, and he's got a really cool testimony that um, it's just one of those fun ones where you're like, gosh, that's really cool. How the heck did you get into that? And so, yeah, he's a cool guy. So it'll be good once we get that in. This past week, it's been good. So there's a new development in my life. And that is that I'm moving apartments. And it is a really huge answer to prayer because it's pretty expensive to live here. Um, and I don't get paid as much as I should be to live here. And so I've just been like not being able to save money. And so I was praying the other day, and I was like, Lord, something needs to change big time here because um, this is not working. I love my job. I love what I do. But, like, the pay is not working. Like, I, I'm not surviving. Like, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, and I don't want to be living like that. Um, <clears throat> and so I was just praying and asking the Lord, for help in that. And then uh, one of my youth leaders is like, hey, I don't know if you knew, but um, there's somebody's apartment is available to rent from the Presbyterian Church. You should talk to a pastor. He'll help you out. So I go and I talk to him, and he's like, hey, I don't know if you remember, but there was that lady um, who was willing to let you live at her house rent-free. And I was like, yeah, I remember. He's like, well, that is available again. Um, so if you reach out to her, see if that would work out. So I reach out to her, and it's going to work out. And so she's an 80-year-old lady. She's perfectly able to walk around and do stuff. Her only requirement is that I lift the heavy things like the um, water softener, salt, and heavy groceries or whatever, like heavy things. If she needs me to move heavy things, that I would do that. Um, and I get to live rent-free. And um, she's a really amazing lady, has a huge heart for the Lord, but a huge heart for youth. Her and her husband used to own this huge ranch in the valley, and they they hosted FCA and Youth with a Mission and Young Life and all all these other Christian groups would all come and stay there, and they have had this big barn, and they would go and do fundraisers and things like that in the yard and youth rallies and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, wow, you guys were living my dream. Like, that's what I want to do in the future is have 
a place like that where I can have a discipleship home and people can live there and it's like this relaxing like countryside place um and so that's what her and her husband used to do he's now graduated to heaven um but she still has a huge heart for the youth and she's like I I'm too old to be able to physically help you so I would like to help you out this way and you know take care of you um and so that you don't have to pay rent anymore because it's not cheap here and you know I thought it was a big blessing because one um I'm building community up a little bit so now I won't be coming home and being like the only person in my place like now I have a roommate um which is cool because there's a lot of times where I would just come home from doing ministry and things like that and just feel like wiped out, but then feel alone because there's nobody there to talk to. And so I think this will be good for me. I think this will be good for her. Um, it's also, um, you know, a really big property. So I can be able to do a lot of youth things there and have my guys' nights there and things like that. So I think it'll be a really great opportunity for me to be there, especially because, you know, this is an answer to prayer for my finances. It's a cool um, thing for sure to see God answer your prayers. I don't know if there's been a big prayer for you lately, that God has answered or you've been asking for him to answer. Um, but it's really cool when he does come through, especially in ways that you didn't really expect. Like I didn't really expect that I would be having a roommate, let alone an 80-year-old lady. Um, and she's awesome. She's with it, and uh, she loves to talk. So that'll be good, but I probably have to hide out in the mornings because in the mornings I like my quiet time. Um, I might have to get a coffee machine in my room. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's really cool when God comes through, when he blesses you, when he answers your prayer. Um Today with the youth, I was talking about um, learning to let go, let go and let God, that whole saying and um, the whole thing about from John sixteen thirty three, and everything I've taught you is that the peace which is in me will be in you and will give great confidence as the rest as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world you will experience trouble and sorrows, but you must be courageous, for I have conquered the world. That's Jesus saying that. And looking at life and being like, you know, in this world there will be troubles, there will be sorrows, but and we experience those day to day. You know, you look at what's going on with Israel, what's going on with Ukraine. Those are really big things. I would say... Um, most, the majority of us don't deal with huge things like that, like war. Um, 
at least the people that are listening to this this podcast, but a lot of people deal with different struggles, different issues. It could be a health thing where you're like, yeah, I've just been battling this with my health for so long. Um, it could be a relationship thing like that's been torn apart or you've been trying to be on like the good side of your boss or, um, you know, be buddy, buddy with somebody at work that, you know, just really isn't giving you the time of day or whatever. You could have all these different things. Um, there's troubles, there's sorrows. Uh, and Jesus is saying, be courageous for I have conquered the world. And I was talking to the youth about that today and I got them to write down, <clears throat> I said, Write down like a struggle or something that you're dealing with right now. Then to write down something that you've made it through, like a struggle in the past that you made it through. Three, look back on that and see how God got you through it. And then four, let's pray for strength encouraged to be able to make it through. So I did that with my youth kids. And then we spent some time in worship, praying and and singing and praising. And just to be able to see these things, because, you know, I, I told them there's something in worship that will, when we're in God's presence, you know, nothing else matters. Things change. Like the atmosphere changes, your mood changes, your anxiety goes away, your stress goes away, your worries goes away. Um, and so I was like, we need to get in his presence. And we're going to pray for these things. We're going to pray and thank God for who he is and, and how he's with us. And we're going to go after this because I believe that something will break off that, you know, if you're dealing with anxiety, that's going to be gone. And so we went after it in worship and prayer and prayed for each other. And, you know, it worked. A lot of kids said, like everybody said they could feel God's presence. And then a lot of people said that they felt way better after doing that versus prior to. So... It's pretty cool. John one nineteen says, this is my command. Sorry, Joshua one nineteen. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I explained to the kids. I said, you know, Jesus went through every emotion, every situation there is. He knew what it was like to be betrayed. He knew what it was like to be beaten. He knew what it was like to lose your loved ones. He knew what it was like to um, feel lonely. He knew what it like to be misunderstood. Like, he knew all these things. He knew what it was like to be um, under the control of another nation. He knew what it felt like. Um, and... And it's encouraging for us to know that the God that knows all these emotions, the God that knows all of these situations, um, is with us wherever we go. 
You know, it's not like, oh, that's easy for you to say, Jesus. It's like, well, he went through it. He understands, he understands our struggle. He understands the reason why we'd be upset. He understands the reason why we would hold tightly to something um, and try to control the situation. He understands that because he's been there. He's walked through those things. Um, but he walks with us now. And that's a huge reason to be encouraged, to be like strong in your faith, strong in trusting him because he's with us. He went through it. And so I explained that to the kids and I hope that they understood what I was talking about. Um, but, you know, I think it turned out pretty good. But it, it was a good reminder for me, too. Like, I deal with this stuff all the time where my church is looking for a new senior pastor. Right now we have the interim, which I, who I love. I love having Rick. Um, but we're looking for somebody new. And that somebody new, it's like, you know, it. I don't get the say in it. We have a pastoral search team. They're all looking into the people. Um, and then they bring the people in that they think is right. And so it feels like an arranged marriage to me because I don't really get to see the person or have a say in what I want. And that makes me feel uncomfortable because I'm like, well, they might not be thinking about me when they're making that choice. But God's challenge to me was, well, what about the person that I want for your church? Like, you got to trust me that I'm going to bring the right person to you. Yeah, he might not look the way that you want him to look. Um but I'm going to ultimately bring the right person to your doorstep. And so I had to learn to let go and to trust God and not try to be in control of this situation because it's something that I can't control. But it's something that I need to release to him and be strong and courageous because I know that God is with me. I know he is for me. And so for you, if you guys are dealing with something that's similar where you feel like, I want to be in control of this because I'm trying to protect myself, then you need to learn how to trust the Lord with that situation too. And when we do that, there's much more peace. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to be like, well, like... I I don't think God's got my back in this. He does. He's got the right person in place. He's got the right thing in place. It might not look like you think it's going to look. Look at uh, when David is getting chosen. Um, who is it? Nathaniel or that's or Nathan? I don't know. It's late night, but they're. They're looking for a king 
and they're looking from the outer appearance, not the way that the Lord was seeing. And then finally they choose David, who was the least likely to be king. And and so it's something that we have to remember that um, God's choice isn't always going to look the way we thought it was going to be. So if that's you, you got to learn to let go. You got to learn to just trust, to sit back and trust. Um, I just got this kind of picture of this person fishing. And, you know, usually when somebody goes fishing, they don't see that there's fish in the water first. Like, um, they have an idea that there's fish in there, but they don't know. And then they throw their rod, they throw the, the lure in there, and they sit and wait for a fish to come and bite it. Um, and then that's that confirmation of there is fish here. <laughs> So I feel like that's similar being like, we just have to trust, even though we cannot see that there's fish in the lake, we have a feeling that that's where fish would be. Um, and we need to let God's feelings reside in us and trust it enough that we can throw our, our lure out in the water to try to catch something. So let's uh, let's set those lures free. Let's try to catch fish. So, uh, Lord, whoever that picture is for, Father, I ask that you would just bless them. I ask that you would just show up in a big way, um, that they'd be able to catch big fish, Lord, that there wouldn't be any doubt of... Um, something not happening that they wouldn't have any fears of if I put all this effort into something and then it doesn't work out, I'm going to feel ripped off. Father, I ask that you would just bless them and give them favors so abundantly that they really are happy that they made the right choice. That they took this step of faith with you it's not, um, we're not alone. You're in it with us. You're stepping step by step with us so we can just be able to trust you. So, Father, I thank you that we're able to trust you. Help soften our hearts and and open our hands in the places where we have a hard time trusting you in. Help us to be able to release our grip of the reins. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. I'm absolutely exhausted, and so I will be headed to bed pronto. But I hope you guys have a great day. Uh, whenever you listen to this podcast, I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll catch you on the next one. All right, bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Friends Along the Way. Be sure to follow, and we'll catch you on the next one. If you're enjoying this podcast, and you're looking for a way to support, 
you can buy me a coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com, punch in my name, Jesse Walker, and there you'll find friends along the way. And you can just buy me a coffee. It's that simple. I appreciate all your support and all of your listening ears. Talk to you soon.